Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking New Year's Eve around the world. So it's Travel Tuesday and it's almost the end of the year. I can hardly believe it. And so my travel hubby, Jeff, and I have put together kind of our our ultimate guide to New Year's Eving kind of around the world. And, you know, you probably, or at least I, when I think of New Year's Eve, I think of New York, right? And the ball drop, and we've all seen it on TV a thousand times. But 
we really wanted to kind of take you out of New York City just a little bit and kind of show you around the world because there are some actually really cool, interesting ball drops that happen around the world that you might just want to check out this New Year's Eve. Well, one of the things, too, like in New York City, um, it's not so much of a ball drop, but right when they do the ball drop in New York, in Times Square, another cool thing in New York City, uh, and I've seen this on CNN and whatever and stuff, uh, is at 11.59 p.m., they actually do a, a, a race. They do a, 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 a run through Central Park, a four-mile run through Central Park. So starting at 11.59 Right up until to midnight, they do this huge uh, firework display in Central Park, and then you, you do a four-mile run through the park, and it's all lit up with fireworks, and, and it's all lit path. And so that's kind of a cool, different thing out, outside of the, the ball drop with uh, now Ryan Seacrest as the host, right? Yeah, and I don't know how... Um... <laughs> how much I would feel like running right after, you know, New Year's Eve, uh, a little champagne in me, but you know, Hey, there are some of you fitness, uh, gurus out there who, or just crazy people, right. Who might think this is a good idea. I think there's a lot of different runs around the country, but I think that would be, you know, if you're going to be in New York city, the place, probably the iconic place for New Year's Eve, I think that would be a kind of a cool place. So, so we, we compiled uh, six different locations, uh, places we've been, uh, maybe not so much celebrating New Year's Eve, but and places we want to go on our list. Uh, we don't use the bucket word here, bucket list, but on our list. Uh, for, and hopefully in 2017, we'll actually get to a couple of these places. So first on the list is one of our favorite cities, Nashville. Uh, we love Nashville, and they throw this huge party right down Broadway, which is where all the honky-tonks and music places are. If you have not been to Nashville, you need to definitely get out there. Uh, so but this is a free event, um, and it is a huge concert. Like last year, they had the Kings of Leon um, uh, headlining the, the big concert. They've added now second stages there. Um, so this year, they actually have Moon Taxi, um, great indie band, A Thousand Horses, and headlining with Keith Urban, who actually lives in Nashville. Um, and at the at midnight, they have a music uh, music drop, a music note drop, <laughs> with a huge fireworks display. So it's definitely a huge party in, in Nashville. Yeah, and, and Nashville is just, you know, one of those places that you want to be. I mean, there's so much happening there right now. I know that we have probably talked uh, your ear off about Nashville, but it just offers such... Um, unique activities, things to see, places to stay for millennials. And it's way more than just country music. And I think that's what, you know, when, when I think of Nashville, that's what I think of country music. And it really wasn't until I went there when I went, you know, there's so much more to it than that. But I think the cool thing about New Year's Eve is that you actually are, you know, on Honky Tonk Row, more or less on Broadway. I mean, you're, you're there with the cheese fest and, uh, you know, you're, you're watching a guitar drop. I mean, what else is cooler than that? It's a music note drop. Uh, music note, <laughs> guitar, whatever. Same thing, right? You're watching something <laughs> fall from the sky. Exactly. So let's go across the pond to Edinburgh, Scotland, uh, which is probably one of the biggest touted as one of the biggest uh, New Year's Eve celebrations that actually lasts for three days. It is called their Edinburgh's Hog Manet uh, is it's Scotland's world famous New Year's Eve festival with events, parties, and concerts. Like I said, last for three days, um, and people from all around the globe like 
you know, just come and, and you know, thrust upon on Edinburgh. Uh, so highlights of, of, the, of the three days include uh, huge concerts the day before on the 30th. Um, they actually have a four-hour firework display um, starting at 9 p.m. So on the hour, every hour, up until midnight, through midnight, I should say, they have four huge firework displays all throughout the city. Um, there's tons of great views from all the different you know locations. They have tons of food vendors and, again, concerts again on the 31st, you know, bigger, probably bigger acts um, on the 31st. And then on the 1st, as you are um, having the hair of the dog the next day, uh, they actually have their version of a polar plunge. Uh, which they call the Stutes Looney Duke, which I believe Duke is dunk or something like that, or plunge maybe it is, in the freezing river of uh, freezing River Forth on January 1st, um, which, you know, if you thought if you thought the uh, run through Central Park was crazy, I'm thinking uh, the polar plunge in Scotland would be uh, a, l- a little bit worse. And they just, they tend to do things kind of bigger and, and better in Europe anyway, right? So it would make sense that this is like a three-day party. But, um, you know, there are a lot of amazing travel deals right now to Europe. Um, I think all the airlines are kind of realizing that they overpriced so much this year. And now they're trying to get travelers to do, you know, last-minute travel over the holidays. There's some amazing deals over Christmas, over New Year's. So if you would think, oh, Scotland, I can't afford Scotland, you might actually be surprised. A ticket to Scotland might actually be cheaper than a ticket in the States. So don't count it out. Um, One of my favorite places to look for great travel deals for airline deals is actually called um, Hipmunk. Um, they have an app and an online site as well. So check it out. And and again, don't count off going to Europe for New Year's just because you think it might be way too expensive. Yeah. And also, like, if you're listening to this right now and you're, you're probably thinking, OK, well, it's like a month away from New Year's Eve. Maybe not going to go to one of these locations this year, but maybe not. Maybe you go, hey, you know what? This is going to be my Christmas present this year. So that would be kind of cool to just go, you know what? Hey, boom, we're going to Scotland or we're going to go to this next location, which is Bermuda. Bermuda, you know, beautiful uh, island of Bermuda. Um, and our friends from JetBlue that we've done a giveaway with, they actually have lots of deals, which we've mentioned on other podcasts before, uh, to Bermuda. And uh, one of the things I love about New Year's Eve and watching the stuff around the world or around the country and stuff like that, they always have these cool different drops. Like I think Idaho has a potato drop and uh, – was a Key West has that um, they drop a drag queen in in a, in a, in a pump. Um, I love that. That's great. That's awesome. Um, but one of the things they have in Bermuda, I mean, it's a beautiful location anyway. You go there for New Year's, you're relaxed, take it easy. But they have a really cool drop. They have an onion drop in St. George, Bermuda, right in the middle of King Square. Uh, they have a onion drop at midnight uh, with lots of music acts, food vendors, and of course, Tons of fireworks as well, too. So uh, I think that will be a fun a New Year's Eve some, some year. Yeah, I mean, I just – we had to include this one on the list because not only is Bermuda supposedly one of the most, you know, most beautiful places around the world, um, I've been sort of eyeing their beaches for a really long time. But, I mean, to watch an onion drop from the sky, I mean, an onion, a drag queen, I mean, those are just – those are close. Uh, those are two close choices. I, d- I just don't know who I would pick. Right. You know the drag queen's not on the onion on this one, right? 
Oh man, that okay. Now that would be. I think we're creating our own New Year's Eve here. Exactly. I think the onion drop. Uh, something. It was something about that. Uh, Bermuda at one time was the biggest exporter of uh, onions to the United States, and that was their celebration kind of thing like that. So, so there you go. But but you could also but you know check online. There's also tons of like if, if you're looking for like a really cool drop, a really fun you know. Oh, I want to go such and such, and I want to see the potato drop, or I want to see what you know. Look online. There's a there's a there's a ton, and we'll actually have some links to some of the fun places around as well too. So one of the other places that we've talked about and that we did our big uh, giveaway uh, with our partners at JetBlue and and some others as well is uh, Niagara, New York. Um, but Niagara Falls, Canada actually has one of the biggest uh, New Year's Eve celebrations in the entire world. Uh, so they, so if you stayed in Niagara, New York, or if you grab your passport and wanted to stay in Niagara, Canada, you could actually go across the falls there. And they have, as we mentioned before, they're kind of at least a little bit more of like the Disneyland of, of Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls, New York is a little more low-key and more about nature and stuff like that. And Niagara Falls, Canada, is it's, they have casinos and big hotels and uh, amusement park and all that kind of stuff like that. But for this purpose, it's, it is a huge New Year's Eve celebration uh, with concerts, tons of concerts with big uh, Canadian uh, music artists. Um, they have, of course, huge amounts of food uh, locations all throughout. And then they also light off about 2,000 pounds of fireworks right at midnight, as well as they have this really cool um, Light show on the falls, which as well as New York, uh, New York and Canada both have that. So even if you're across in in New York, you could still see the the whole Canadian. You could see, I'm sure you could probably see two thousand pounds of fireworks going off uh, right across the falls there. So I think that would be like a really great way to spend New Year's in Canada, eh? Yeah, and I actually think that's really hilarious because I would totally think that the U.S. side of Niagara would be the one with the Disneyland and, um, you know, all the crazy spectacle. And so it's actually, I think, quite refreshing that the, that the U.S. side is the peaceful, calm, tranquil side. And you can actually stand there and, you know, be in the U.S. and still enjoy this, like, kind of crazy Canadian experience. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and uh, so... On, next on our list is one of our recent podcasts, uh, which we did in New Orleans. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, you need to check that one out for New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans, one of our favorite cities, uh, one of our newer favorite cities, I should say. But uh, they have a lots. They have lots of really great celebrations. Of course, I mean New Orleans is a, is a party town, so they they know how to do up parties really well. So definitely. You can grab a hurricane to go, which is one of the other cool things about New Orleans. You can actually get drinks to go, which is you take a second glance and you're like, what? I want my drink to go. Yes, you want your drink to go. So you can grab your, your hurricane, go down to Jackson Square, go down to the French uh, Quarter. If you can actually reserve a balcony, that would be really great. There's lots of sort of packages they have, either dinner or whatnot and stuff like that throughout um, uh, uh, the French Quarter. And they have a drop, which is called the Fleur de Lys. Which I'm going to have to correct his French there. It's the Fleur de Lys. 
Well, that, that's what that's what exactly what I said. Uh, but it's that's basically the symbol of of New Orleans. It's the, what's it's on the Saints helmets, right? It's, yeah. Uh, so anyway, so they have that drop over Jack's Brewery, and everyone gathers around, uh, checks that out, and then there's fireworks throughout the the city, including over the the, the Mississippi River too. And and some of the things too, if if you're interested in doing this, they have a lot of different river cruises, like uh, like you know uh, paddle boats and stuff like that. They have tons of those, so you could actually see the fireworks over the the Mississippi in New Orleans. Yeah, and I mean, obviously New Orleans is known for being a little bit of a drunk fest, the Mardi Gras and, and things like that. But um, I would imagine that New Year's Eve in New Orleans is is pretty crazy, and but but the good kind of crazy, good crazy fun, and you know, lots of people just kind of celebrating the New Year, right? Yeah, well, they, I mean, they have so they have the big ball drop, um, or the symbol drop, I should say, and then they have uh, followed by fireworks, then followed by more hurricanes, and then followed by more hurricanes, and then followed by more partying. Yeah, that's that's kind of how they do it in New Orleans. But it's just it's some say it's an acquired taste, but it's definitely something that you have to experience. If you've never been to New Orleans, you definitely need to go at least once. And you don't have to go at Mardi Gras, like we said, you know, there's lots of other lovely times to go. But New Year's Eve is actually a good time because the weather is decent. Um, You know, you may get some rain. Um, It may be slightly chilly, but you're not going to be dealing with like crazy hot and humidity and that seems to be all the times that I've gone to New Orleans is I'm always sweating. So I think it would be a good, you know, to enjoy New Year's Eve when you're not dripping wet. Yeah, exactly. So how about if we end this list um, in the sun? How about, how about a little Aloha uh, New Year's Eve? Does that sound good to you? Yeah, I'm I'm always for the beach. So... Uh, Oahu, Hawaii. There's actually a few different uh, celebrations they actually have in Hawaii. But Oahu, for the past six years, they've been doing a partying on New Year's Eve really well at uh, uh, the, at um, Aloha Tower. Sorry, Aloha Tower Marketplace, uh, right in the heart of of Oahu. They have so, like I said, for the past six years, they've been having this really great festival with eight stages, DJs, a buttload of food trucks. I mean, there's so many food trucks, I couldn't. I stopped counting. I'm like, okay, I don't even know how many how many they are here they just had a huge list like uh, and they didn't say how many but i'm like that is a huge list of food trucks um and then a huge firework display off the the aloha tower at midnight itself so this to me sounds like a really cool uh location to go and spend you know ring in 2017 right in the middle of paradise yeah and you know hawaii is is simply amazing all of the year i've actually been in Hawaii over Christmas. And it's really cool because Santa rides up on a surfboard, which of course he does, right? It's Hawaii. But um, I would imagine that New Year's Eve in in Oahu is nothing short of, of spectacular. And again, you know, if some of these destinations pique your interest, but you're afraid of how much it might cost, really do some do some research right now. I'm going to include in the show notes some of the links to some of our favorite um, travel sites where you can score last minute deals. But don't be afraid to check some of these out because you might actually be super surprised that you would find an amazing deal that would cost you way less than, you know, a short flight from wherever you live. Um, so again, don't be afraid to do that and, and, you know, have some fun, right? It's, it's the end of 2016, beginning of 2017. And 
I give you permission to actually spend some money and go have some fun. See an onion drop, see a drag queen drop, see something interesting drop from the sky. Yeah, and I think I think if we want to encourage anybody about traveling, you know, on on this on this podcast as well, it's it's really finding the good deals, but also just like, hey, you know what? I want to go. I've been wanting to go to these places. You know, it's kind of how we travel. We we usually will plan to travel, but sometimes we go, hey, what about this? Like an example recently for our anniversary about a month and a half ago or so, um, we actually decided to, because we, uh, we we found these really great deals to Stockholm, which I've been many times and, and Shauna has not, we actually decided, hey, you know what? Let's go to Stockholm. I have lots of friends there. So, and we actually have a, a several future podcasts coming up about Stockholm. But that was one of those times that we said, hey, you know what? Let's go. It's it's our anniversary. We, we we didn't really have anything planned. Let's go and let's find. And we found really great deals, which we'll we'll mention to you guys more about Stockholm. Uh, but we, that was one of those times. So maybe this is one of those times you guys are listening to this and go, Hey, you know what? I really want to get away uh, for New Year's. I got to go spend time with my family on Christmas. So let's go and let's do some partying up right. You know, and here are some really great locations. So one of the things we would love to hear from you guys, you know, either in the comment section or send us an email. Um, tell us about your favorite New Year's Eve places. I've spent New Year's Eve around the world in a few, a few different locations, um, you know, a few different places around the country. And I think it's always interesting to me because pretty much here in Los Angeles, there's not a lot of really big celebrations. I mean, sort of there are now, but not like it is in New York or, or even Hawaii or any of those other places so like that. So we'd love to hear from you guys. Tell us where, you know, like a really unique place or where, or just a really fun place or a place maybe you don't remember your New Year's Eve. That would be a really good, you know, memorable thing to, to tell us as well, too. Yeah, and and if you have pictures of you on New Year's Eve, even better. Um, take a picture of you, tag us on Twitter at Shauna Game or Instagram at Millennial underscore Money. Um, or like Jeff said, shoot us an email. Um, we'd love to hear about your adventures. Um, if you scored any awesome travel deals, we totally want to hear about that as well. Um, we'd love to maybe feature you on an upcoming episode on our uh, Friday episodes. So get out there, explore, enjoy New Year's Eve, and be sure to check the show notes for all of these links to all of these amazing New Year's Eve destinations around the world. Aloha and happy early New Year's Eve.